Hey guys, welcome back to the Kata Maria podcast show. My name is Kata Maria, and the month of May, we're celebrating mothers all over the world. I hope you enjoyed your Mother's Day. I had a really good Mother's Day with my babies. My babies are now 12 and 8, but I will forever call them my babies. I have gathered some women to speak to you for the month of May. They all have different backgrounds, different perspectives of what motherhood has been like for them. And today, I want to share my perspective with motherhood and what it's been like. And I want to talk about single parenting and what that has been like the past four years for me. I want to share my top three tips with you. I'm hoping that this will help you and let's go. Guys, I have been single parenting for four years now and it has had its ups and downs. It has been awesome and then there's days where I'm crying myself to sleep. There has been in-between days, there has been climatic days, and it's been such a journey. It's been such a journey. In the beginning, I really had to learn what motherhood was. And being a mom comes with instinct, right? If you're not a mom quite yet, uh, we all hear this. We hear, you know, it's just such a motherly instinct. As soon as you have a child, you just know. Very, very true. I had my first son at 17, and I learned so much. I had my second son at 22. And now I have these two amazing, beautiful boys. Motherhood is a title that I have attached myself to for so long because I was a mom at such a young age. And it was really hard to disattach myself from being just a mom. So one of the tips that I want to share with you today is number one, do not lose your identity. I know, right? I actually had this tip as my last tip for you, but I'm like, this is so dang important. I want it to be first. I lost myself and my identity in the beginning of motherhood. And honestly, right until about maybe two years ago, I started learning that it was okay to be a little selfish for myself in order to be stronger for my family. And what does that mean? It could be little things like, oh, I really want to go to the gym. Grandma, can I drop them off with you really quick? I'm going to go to a gym for an hour right? It is, um, hey, I would like to go out with some girlfriends, have some girl time. Can I drop them off, sister, with you for a little bit? And, oh gosh, it hurt in the beginning. It felt like I was the most horrible person. I'm going to talk to you about this quick story. I was on a date. We went to a, a show. We were inside and I dropped them off with my mom. At this point, I had never dropped them off. Never. So it was a journey for us. My son kept FaceTiming me and was FaceTiming and FaceTiming and FaceTiming and calling. What time will you be home? And, you know, we had just grown to be so codependent, um, which is natural because I have the children about 85% of the time. They're just so used to mommy belonging to them. And I remember just giving in and I walked outside and I FaceTimed and I'm like, hi, honey. I'm here. And he's like, well, what are you doing? I had to be honest with him. And I said, hey, I'm on a date. Um, I think at that point, Jaden was six. And I had to mention to him what a date was because he quite didn't understand. He's like, well, why can't I be with you? (laughs) Um, I mentioned I was in a grown-up place and uh, because it was like a club setting. And it was hard. And I did end up cutting the date short and and I went and I picked them up. Not losing your own identity also means if I were to ask you, hey, Isabel, how are you? You know, what do you do? I want to know a little bit more about you. 
100% of the time, the first thing you say is, well, I'm a mom, I have four kids, they are Cindy, Sally, Joe, and, and Becky, and that's awesome, 100%. Being a mom is my number one role, yes. But in the past, if you were to ask me that, that's honestly all I could say was, I'm Katie, and I'm a mom, I have two kids, and I work, you know? Yay! <laughs> And now, if you were to ask me that, is I have explored my interests, I have explored my passions, I have explored friendships, and I'm so, so happy that with myself and my children, we've been able to grow into this space now where we both understand that mommy is mommy, but she also has to have her own identity, and that's okay. So if you're single parenting right now, please don't lose yourself in this. Please make sure that you go out and explore what you like, and, um, oh gosh, it's gonna hurt in the beginning. I know, in the beginning it was, oh boys, I just, I really, really wanna go to this art class I saw on Facebook. Like, I just, I just wanna go and do something, you know? I had to explain to my kids, like, literally had to sit down and have this discussion. And over time, things got a lot better. And obviously, they're older. And um, we've been at this for a while, but don't lose yourself in this, okay? You got this. Think about this. If I were to introduce myself to you, how would you introduce yourself to me? What do you do? What are your loves? What are your passions? And if you can't answer that right now, then it's time to explore, okay? Number two, please accept help. Oh gosh, this is so hard too. <laughs> we learn from the things that hurt, right? It was really, really hard to accept help. And over time, the more that I was able to accept help, the more that I was able to be calm. Um, can you imagine what it's like to be in the middle of football season with two kids on two different teams and two different practice schedules and two different fields and two different times of the games and just oh, splitting myself was so hard. <laughs> I remember the first time the boys had a game at the exact same time and my little one was super little. Um, at this time, he's probably four years old. It's just those games where they run around in circles and they don't quite know what they're doing. And um, my oldest had the game at the exact same time. And I felt really bad because my oldest has a lot of anxiety. And I, I knew that if I he didn't see mommy around, that it was going to be really hard for him to concentrate. So I called in help. And I called my mom and I said, Mom, I'm in pickle. I remember even crying and saying, Mom, I need, I need help. And... Uh, we split up, we would take turns with one field and I would go to the other and it was okay. And guess what? The world didn't turn upside down and crash and burn. I was fine. It has been hard to accept help. I've always been a person to be a natural go-getter on my own and it felt like accepting help was a sign of weakness. It felt as if if I accepted help, it was a sign of weakness. It was a sign that Katie does not have her shit together. Look at her failing. Look at her failing as a single parent. But once I was able to accept help, I realized it wasn't as so. People are so willing to help out and there's a lot of people that are really understanding whether it's been uh, moms that have already been through it, whether it's um, your family that cares about you and understands that you're not yourself anymore. And accepting help is not a sign of weakness. And I'm gonna say that one more time. Accepting help is not a sign of weakness. Remember that question that I asked you of, hey, who are you? What's up? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Accepting help can mean, hey mom, can I drop off kids really quick? I wanna go take an art class. I wanna go take a yoga class. I'm gonna go on a date. 
I'm gonna try out this new Bumble app, you know, that the cool kids are talking about. I am going to go to Target and get lost in the aisles for an hour, okay? <laughs> Guys, this is the reality of quarantine. I think there's a, like, a celebration parade happening outside of my house because I hear tons and tons of honking, but I continue. Accepting help does not have to mean that you are just going to drop off kiddos and go do something for yourself. Although, that could be a lot of fun. Accepting help can come in a lot of different shapes or forms. Write down a list of things that are causing you some sort of anxiety or guilt or just things that you'd like to do. Maybe it's hiring someone to come help you around the house. It could be having someone help you out with pickups, drop-offs, daycare, just so many different shapes or forms. Please accept help. All right, last tip for you. What you're doing is enough. What you're doing is absolutely enough. And I'm going to tell you why this is one of the top ones for me. Because when I became a solo parent, my top thing was dive into work. I'm going to work, work, work. I'm going to make all this money so my kids could have it all, right? And I kept thinking above my kids in the future saying, oh, we never got to do that. You know, my mom was a single mom. It was kind of hard. You know, money was tight. I never wanted them to think that. So I worked really, really hard. I worked my ass off. On the weekends I didn't have the kids, I would book. I have a digital media company, so I would do photo work and I would book session after session after session, which caused me not to have a life and which caused me to have, yeah, some extra income. But um, along the way, I learned what I was doing was enough, absolutely enough. And I would think about my childhood and I didn't grow up in the best circumstances financially. But what I had was enough. I was happy. I didn't have what everybody else had. I didn't have the latest electronics and I didn't have trips. Guys, I, my parents never even took us to Disneyland and that's not to shame them, but I was happy and that was enough. And I had to come back to terms to realize that what I'm doing is enough. Another example is logging on to social media. We see these perfect moms, right? They're making the cutest cupcakes with the faces and the sprinkles and the daily activities and the chore charts and you know we want to be that but what you're doing is enough <laughs> don't put yourself down you're there think about the time that you're having with your kids think about the love that you're giving them and what you're doing is enough don't ever feel like you're less than because you don't have another partner in the home don't ever feel that if you're a single mom out there message me Find me on Instagram, send me a message. I'd love to continue this conversation with you. If you are single parenting and you're doing this solo, hang in there, hang in there. It's hard, it's hard as heck, but you're doing such a great job and you're killing it. For the remainder of this month, we will have some amazing moms along the way. I hope you guys continue to tune in. Hug your littles, hug them tight. You're so worth it and you're doing enough. We'll talk soon.